everyone and welcome back to the She Speaking Podcast. I'm Bryn. And I'm Jamie. And we're your go-to place for girl talk, college tips, and life advice. We're so happy that you're joining us today. We got, you know, kind of a reflection episode today because, you know, graduation is coming up very soon. It's only like two weeks away, which I just don't even know how I feel about that, you know? Oh my gosh, (laughs) crazy. I try not to think about it, but then it's like, I don't know, it's just weird because they've been doing school for so long and then to be done is what's going to be the crazy part. I know our whole lives has just been school since like, I mean, because I went to even pre-K school. Like I've never had a break, you know, since I came out of the womb, it's just been school. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting change, you know, in just lifestyle and everything. But yeah, so we're going to kind of, you know, both reflect back on our college experiences, tell y'all, you know, what we loved about college, what we wish we could have changed or done differently, just, you know, a little glimpse back. And maybe if you're starting out college right now, we can kind of give y'all some insight and little tips about, you know, what to do and what not to do based off of our personal experiences. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Do you want to start us off, friend? Sure. That's cool. Um, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I ain't got no notes today, but we're just going to see what pops into my head. Um, (laughs) so, um, I would say one thing personally, this is a very rare occurrence to me, um, at our school where we go, it's a little more common than normal, but I have been a commuter student and I'm pretty sure you've been a commuter student as well the whole time, Jamie, is that right? Yeah, that's right. I have. Yeah. And so, One thing I really wish I, you know, was able to do was to live near on campus. And I think that's, you know, if you want to save money, which that's like the main reason that I stayed at home, like that's great. You know, that's one thing I'm very happy about is the amount of, you know, student loan debt that I have is very low. But I think looking back now, I would have at least wanted to live on campus for like one year or something like that, just to like get that full experience and really get to know a lot of people a lot more, you know, get to be, you know, immersed in just the whole atmosphere of college. And so that's one thing that I wish I would have had, but I didn't. But like I said, I mean, I am very happy with the amount of money that I saved. And I know future Bryn is going to be very happy about that too probably you know once it's not fresh in my mind right now you know coming out of college not living on campus like I'll appreciate it down the road but that's one thing that you know just comes to my mind first what about you Jamie um yeah I sort of just want to say the same thing for me because that was like on the top of my little little (laughs) notes I wrote down um it's sort of the same situation and so I live about, I don't know, it wasn't too far. I mean, um, so it's not like the drive that was the problem or anything like that. I think it's more just you have to make an extra effort when you do commute yeah. to be involved, to, you know, just put yourself into the college experience and you're not already in it, if that makes sense. Like, 
Um, and so I think if you can and you're on the fence, like you have both options to stay at home or to live at school, I would say definitely at least try living at school on campus or whatever and see how that is for you. And if it's not an option, you can definitely make the best of it anyway. But I think at the beginning, at least, I definitely did struggle a little bit with, um, you know, just being involved in getting like getting used to college because I would just go and like then come home at the end of the day and just sort of like I felt a little disconnected and I think I've mentioned that before in one episode but as I got going into college I definitely you know got better at like setting aside time to you know go study on campus with a friend or grab lunch or something like that um that just made you feel more involved and also just um, you have to sort of make the effort to get into those clubs and those organizations and just go to different campus events and things like that because once I started doing that a little bit more you just feel more part of everything yeah but yeah it's, I would definitely like to have been on campus more and things like that it just wasn't an option just financially um, which is which is fine I mean there's pros and cons to it it's sort of funny because I was telling somebody the other day that I didn't know very well I was like oh you know I sort of wish I could have lived on campus or been closer or whatever and not lived at home and I said I you know I recognize that um like I'm definitely saving money and things like that and she was like oh man that'd be so great to live at home sometimes I always love when I go home for break because I don't have to cook my meals like my mom cooks for me like she was naming off things that she likes about when she goes home on like for summer or whatever. And I'm like, um, yeah, well, there's definitely more to it than that. Like there's definitely cons to it that you don't really think about. Yeah. She was only thinking about, you know, mom cooks dinner. Um, but just sort of like having um, maybe just a little less independence. Like you can, you're still independent, but it's a little different because you're at home for the majority of the time. You know, I don't know. It's just a little bit different. But I don't know, you have to just sort of make the extra effort when you do commute to be a part of the campus experience instead of it all being automatic. Yeah, and I mean, that's one thing that was a positive is I do think, you know, commuting in and like you said, feeling kind of disconnected is what pushed me to get involved in so many organizations on campus. And that's something that I'm grateful yeah. for because I got a lot of you know good memories from that met a lot of great people and then it's something great on my resume for leadership positions and different things so that's one positive I guess that you can look into it um for but you know another thing that I wish I would have done and this is so bad y'all I mean this is gonna sound bad but hear me out I'll explain a little more I wish I would have partied more and this is coming from me though because I you know especially at the beginning of college I was such a perfectionist y'all like I was like I have to get all A's I have to do the best I'm always going to be studying and I started out wanting to go to medical school and so that was like my only goal mm -hmm. I didn't want to do anything else I literally just wanted to like make good grades and go to class and so you know, something that I've really realized more even now is like, you know, college is so much more than just even going to school and learning. 
you're also, you know, building those relationships, building those soft skills, talking with people, you know, building a network potentially um, down the road. And so you grow into yourself as a person as well over these years. And so I think that's something that I didn't appreciate or realize as much is like that stuff is just as valuable as having a good GPA, um, you know, when it comes down to it. Because I, um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the previous episode, but I've been in the uh, interview process for a job and I am happy to say that I got the job. (laughs) So that's very exciting. Yes, I'm very happy y'all. I got a job like two weeks before graduation. I was a little stressed about that, but (laughs) yeah, I'm very excited. But um, to my point is, you know, I did have like, a good GPA and all that. But like, what really got me in there is like, people that I knew connections and like, you know, they got to really see and know me as a person and interview and see if I fit in with all the people there. And that's what's going to matter more than just Oh, you got all A's, you know, because anyone really can get all A's if you really put your mind to it. But those soft skills, like I was saying, those people skills, if you fit in with a culture, Like that's going to really matter at the end of the day. So um, yeah, that's just something I wish I would appreciate more is like really taking the time that we have in college and making the most of it in all ways. Because once we get into the real world, the adult world, like we don't have the flexibility in the time that we used to have. We're like, we're not surrounded by a ton of people our age at the same time, you know? Um, So that's just something that... uh, I wish I would have done differently. I just want to kind of speak out there to all my other, you know, type A perfectionists, um, loosen up a little. And that's not a bad thing. You know, I've grown a lot and I am happy where I am at today. I wouldn't go back for anything. So, um, yeah, that's a little other thing that came to mind. I kind of agree. And sort of for a different reason too, like that all makes sense to me about you know, just remembering to have fun and everything like that. But also, I mean, I was definitely the gotta get all A's, strive for a hundred, like that kind of student. And that's sort of what I've always been. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing at all, because it's not. I mean, if you're like that and you dedicate yourself to what you're learning, you will like retain more of it. You're going to get more out of your classes. But on the flip side, you, I, I'll just say I, I sort of would definitely stress myself out way too much over my classes, even like, especially classes that like, it didn't even really matter. Like now that we're like the past year and a half or so, I've just been doing like all my classes for my major. And so I definitely think that those matter more for my future career than let's say a psychology class or a science class or something like that. That's all I mean. But I think all along I've sort of, would stress myself out over tests and studying and assignments and do like way too much. You know, like I used to just do too much to where I was like, you know, calculating my grade every day and like worried about, you know, this test or what I was going to make on this group project. And I would do extra work here and things like that. I would do all the extra credit And while that was good for getting AIDS and things like that, which is great, I would also feel like 
bad. I would just be like stressed all the time about school and I would just like skip things that were fun sometimes or whatever. And I would just always be worried about what I was going to get on the next assignment or things like that. Um, and so I think I definitely overdid it a lot in the beginning. Um, and recently here's okay. I'll just sort of short little story time. Um, so I got all A's for a while and then one semester, I want to say this was like end of sophomore year or something like that, maybe beginning of junior year. I was in a class, it was about visual communication and I'm like, oh, this is pretty interesting, you know, whatever. Um, but it was basically just like exams and quizzes and things like that. And those tests were hard. And some people in the class thought they were hard. Some people thought they were, you know, not that bad, whatever. Well, I thought they were really hard. And we even had some open book quizzes and those were hard. Like, I'm not even joking. So that class, I ended up getting like a high B in. Now it's my first B in college and I was very upset and I was like, I don't know. I just sort of, by the end of the semester, I knew it wasn't possible for me to get an A with my grade that I had. And like, no matter what I got on the last test, I'm like, I'm going to get a B. And so I'm like, well, okay, that's just what's going to happen. And then um, after that, I was sort of like, some of the stress sort of went away. I think it was just sort of that, you know, I got one B. I was like, okay, that's not so bad. Like I still have my GPA still good. It's fine. And I still tried my best and I still like did good. I still like put in the work, but I wasn't constantly in the back of my head like, oh my gosh, like what if I don't get a hundred on this assignment or what if I don't do well on this test? Like I still did my best, but the, some of the stress was gone. And so I'm not saying go out there and get a B in your classes so you don't feel stressed anymore. That's not it. But I think recognizing that it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay not to get a hundred on everything or whatever is definitely just gonna make you feel like way less stress, way less anxiety about school. And that was honestly what I needed to do. Like that just helped me because since then I've just, I've put in the effort I needed and I've done, you know, still probably done more than what was required, but I wasn't constantly stressing out over every little thing in school. So that was helpful for me. And I don't know, just, I guess that was how I had to do it. Yeah, I agree with you with the part that like, this is the time y'all, while we're young, you need to be making the mistakes now. I mean, really though, like if there's any time in your life to accidentally, if you happen to say you had a hard class or you just didn't go to class and you fail a class, it's the time now to do something like that and learn from it before you're like actually in the real world where like real consequences really come from it. Um, that's something like oh, exactly. connects with like the whole, like, you know, you grow during this time and learn a lot of things. Like it, it happens with that way too. Like it's just the time to really work through different things now um, while you're young and you're in this sort of environment that, like I said, you, you have, obviously, if you do something really bad, you have a con like a real consequence. But most of the time, it's like, you know, people understand you're young, you're in college, all, all of that. So, um, yeah. yeah. It's just a good time to sort of also learn, like, how you, like, do things best, like, mm -hmm. how you work best, how you get along with people, like, what's your personality, 
and you know the best way you can you know do lots of different things so then when you're in a job you're living out um and it's in a city somewhere you like know different things about yourself because you've already sort of experienced them and you're not having to do it for the first time when you're like more on your own um so I think that's a good time to sort of figure things out is in college yeah is there one thing in particular Jamie that you would say you loved the most about your college experience yeah um so I'll sort of I think it was um I'll do a little story here so this was at the beginning of 2020 this was I mean sort of at the end of beginning of my senior year like fall semester sorry let's start over the beginning of junior year fall semester I was sort of getting the hang of things I was sort of like I was in my major I was in some different clubs that I enjoyed I you know had my friends on campus things like that and but definitely in the beginning of 2020 that was spring semester junior year for me I was like I literally had like the perfect schedule I had just things that I enjoyed doing. I had was, you know, involved really in a lot of different things. And I would say that that was probably like, it would have been getting better and better up until that point for me. And so January, February, first half of March of junior year, spring semester um, was literally ideal. Like I started working at a job that I, um, you know, liked and I was volunteering at an animal shelter. I was just doing so much but somehow I wasn't like stressed out I was balancing it all so if you listen to our last podcast episode I was doing all those things right then and so that was sort of like I don't know I just sort of had had it all together and I think besides that and because once COVID started all that sort of crumbled and then I had to sort of pick it all up again and figure out what I was going to be doing after my schedule that I was sort of built for myself sort of fell apart but um, leading up to that point, I think what got me there was, um, one thing was my major. I'm really glad that I figured out, um, what I wanted to do in college and I didn't go into college knowing what I wanted to major in. I was declared undecided for a very long time until I figured I needed to know, like once I sort of got to the point in my classes that I needed to decide a major cause I would, I didn't want to be taking classes that I didn't need kind of thing. I was like, okay, let's figure this out. And I ended up choosing public relations and how I got to that point was I just sort of evaluated what I liked and what I didn't want to do. I, you know, got a lot of majors out of the way because I wasn't interested or whatever, but I really just identified that I liked writing. Uh, I was good at writing. I wanted something that was broad. um, So that way I wasn't stuck doing one specific thing in my career. I could sort of work anywhere, do lots of different things. And so I was sort of thinking about marketing for a while. And um, then I just sort of wanted to go the more, I feel like public relations major in my school would be a little more of the creative route compared to marketing. So, and I didn't have to take calculus. So that worked out well too, because I don't love math. Um, But I ended up going with public relations. And with that, I really got um, to take classes I was interested in. So that was really great because it wasn't, the gen eds aren't fun. I know that, I definitely agree. And also I got to join PRSSA. I mentioned this on the podcast before when we talked about getting involved on campus. 
Um, but joining that was really great for me because one, I got more involved on campus. I was there more. I made lots of new friends in the organization. And I also got to um, get elected into leadership roles in PRSSA as well. So that was really great. Um, I think I was secretary of the club at one point, then I got elected to vice president. And then this semester, I've been the chapter's president because our last president graduated, so we had to do a little election. So anyway, so with that, I've, you know, learned a lot about PR also. So I've gone to like conferences and different events like that. So that's been great. But just sort of once I chose my major and all that, I was sort of able to involve myself more. I also joined a marketing association at my school for a little bit because I wanted to learn more about marketing as well. So I think all that, just once I just sort of decided what I wanted to do and pick my major, I really pushed myself to dive more into those organizations and just learn more about what I wanted, what my career was going to be. So that definitely got me more involved on campus. So that was really, um, really great for me, I think. What about you, Bryn? Yeah, it's so funny that you said like how you had everything going right, right before COVID, because that was literally me as well. I was thriving, y'all, right before COVID hit. I yes. was at such a good point. And then it was like, oh, haha, you know, you're doing good not you know it's like whenever you're doing good it just knocks you right back down but you know we've we've rebounded we're, we're doing good now um but yeah that was funny yeah. that you said that um but yeah I think my favorite parts about college have been kind of like you said like finding what I like and don't like has been really interesting over the past few years and like growing as a person um because I kind of, like I mentioned, I started out pre-med bio. That's like what I thought I wanted to do and everything. But then I realized I hate labs. The three hour once or twice a week labs were just not my thing. I wanted to get, like, I wanted to do the lab at my own pace, but they don't let you do that. And I literally could have gotten most of the labs done in like 30 minutes and just left. So that was frustrating. Um, so I decided to change. And then I my dad advised me to do engineering because we think a lot alike and that's what he does. And so I looked and like he said, like I saw all that calculus and that physics. I was like, <laughs> you know, I don't think so. I'll, I'll pass. Um, so then he was like, well, you've always loved money. So why don't you do accounting? And so I was like, okay. So I tried that out. You know, it clicked for me. It was easy. I liked those, you know, first accounting classes a lot. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, I learned uh, a lot more about accounting. I liked it. And then I went and I did an internship. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity that I had. It was at a great CPA firm in Atlanta. But for me, when I really was in the real world job, I just did not, it wasn't me. It just was not. And I felt burnt out. I just felt like I just can't foresee myself doing this. You know, it just doesn't click with me as a person. Um, and I know plenty of people from the accounting program that like, it's a perfect match and like, that's great for them. I'm happy they found the, what they like, but me, I was kind of at a loss. I didn't know what to do. And so I really had to take some time to reevaluate. And that's kind of what led me to doing more of marketing. Cause I'm very creative as well. 
So I added that on actually as a second major because I'm crazy. I thought with COVID, with everything that happened, I was like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do it. Um, so yeah, I did that. And then I took some information systems classes because I'm very interested in that kind of side of things too. And I was very nervous, y'all, because I was about to graduate in December with just the accounting. And I didn't really see a clear path for my future that I you know, really enjoyed. And so I was very nervous and I decided to take a risk. And like I said, it, within a few months, it paid off. And I'm very grateful for that happening. But like you said, I mean, just really learning what you like and don't like, knowing who you are as a person over these past few years, like coming into myself has been so empowering and freeing and like the best feeling ever. Um, so that's one thing that I just, I really enjoyed about college and just like learning the classes that you really love and enjoy. Like you said, some of those upper level, like some of the marketing classes, like this class that we've done, I've enjoyed so much just being able to like create and do things and, you know, learn more about what we'll probably use in our jobs one day that we love. Like, it's just been so much fun. And so yeah, that's probably a lot of just what I've really enjoyed and loved about college is um, just some of those things. Yeah, I think thinking of like favorite classes, you sort of mentioned how you like this one. I really just liked all, getting to do all the classes where you sort of feel like you're getting something out of it. It's not just like writing a paper or whatever, but you're like, yeah, you're doing things that you can put on your resume. You're doing things that you can you know, add on to your LinkedIn as like projects you've worked on. And so like this class with learning about social media and, you know, creating this podcast, which we, we like chose to do this. We weren't assigned this podcast to do, like we definitely yeah. <laughs> decided we wanted to do it and we sort of run with it. But I think another class that I liked um, for, it was from my public relations major, it was like an elective because we get to pick a lot of electives that we're interested in, which I've really liked as with this major, there's only like a few required classes, but the one I really did like was um, called, uh, it's like a graphic design class. And it's basically, I got to learn about the Adobe software and all the different like Photoshop, Illustrator um, and InDesign. And so, I mean, to be honest, I still do use Canva sometimes, I'm not gonna lie, but it was good getting like the basics down for those programs because I know that'll be important in different jobs I might have in the future. It was also just really fun because I think once you pick something you're interested in and passionate about, you really do just enjoy the work you're doing. Like it doesn't feel like as much like homework anymore. So I would be like, I chose, we had to choose like a nonprofit for that class. And it was, I chose the animal shelter that I had volunteered at um, last year and so we would do like make a poster for an event they would have or create an informational brochure and we would design it and everything how we wanted it to look and create an infographic so it was really cool to just take something that I was interested in and learn things that will be useful for me because sometimes with school in the beginning you're like oh when am I ever going to use this like when am I ever going to need to know this but once you pick something you're passionate about you're going to start seeing how it'll apply and that just makes it so much more fun, so much more rewarding, I think, and less like boring like school can be. Yeah, I 
definitely agree with that. That's something that I mentioned in my interviews for this job is I took the capstone course for my accounting major, like right at the end, it's accounting data analytics. And we used uh, different programs that they actually use in the real world. It's um, SQL, Tableau, if any of y'all know what those things are. Um, but we had lots of assignments or cases that we would do in that class um, with those things. And so she would kind of give us steps and lay it out. Um, y'all, I literally did extra work for this class because it was fun to me. Like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's when you know, like, okay, I found something that like, I really like, cause I'm doing extra homework for fun. Yeah, crazy. So, um, but yeah, I think that's something that I hope everyone is able to do, you know, when they're in college is find something that they really do love. Because I think that is an amazing feeling to know um, that, you know, you, cause that's the thing, you're gonna do your job most of your life. I mean, you can move around, obviously make a career change if you really need to. But, you know, when I have a job, I want to make sure like, it's something that I really do enjoy somewhat. It doesn't have to be the best, but um, you have to enjoy it somewhat, you know, get some sort of fulfillment out of it. Um, or at least, you know, see where you're going. You know, I know entry level will probably all do the grunt work at first, because that's just what's required. Um, but if I can't really see a, a path of me going in a certain direction, then, you know, you, there's nothing to motivate you. I agree. And I think I would just sort of conclude with, don't be afraid to like take a risk, take, you know, do the extra, um, work when it comes to like, um, running for a leadership position in a club, like that may seem scary or you don't want to put yourself out there, but it's definitely do it. Cause one, that'll make you actually go to the club's events more. You won't be like, eh, I'll just skip this one or whatever. You'll actually like be forcing yourself to go even when you may not want to. And then you'll sort of fall into your place in the organization, which one, that's a pro tip, run for a position. You'll get way more involved in whatever organization it is. And also, if there's something like a class or something that maybe like, for instance, um, at my school, there's a class that I had to apply for. And it was instead of like my regular capstone course for PR, um, if you could apply to be in an agency version, which is where um, you basically work with real world clients instead of doing it sort of hypothetically. So we did a, basically a whole PR campaign for a real client and actually executed it and tracked the, you know, the numbers, looked at the results and things like that, instead of just writing a PR campaign for a fictional client. And so that was just like an extra thing that I went out of my way to do. And I knew it would be more work, but it was way more rewarding. And also it's just, it was good like to learn how like working at a PR agency was. So I got to work on a team and we communicate with our client, things like that. And that's also something that I've used in interviews. And so when you go the extra mile, do the extra work, um, do more than you have to, that's going to look really good, whether it's classes, clubs, just anything like that when it comes to college. So that's going to look really good because you took the initiative and, you know, it shows you're passionate about what you're doing. You're not just doing the bare minimum. And so while it's okay to just do what you need to do sometimes, 
if you see an opportunity like that and you're like, mm, should I do it? Should I put in the extra time? I definitely would try to take some of those opportunities like that when it comes to, you know, if you can study abroad and that's an option and you're interested in that. I've heard the great thing from people I never did. I actually did think about doing a short one, but then that would have been May of last 2020. So that didn't happen, obviously. But I think if there's just things like that, that you're interested in, that'll sort of enrich your experience. Um, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and step out of your comfort zone because that's where you like find the most rewarding experiences. So yeah, that's just my little little advice for the, the podcast today. That is one last thing I regret. Regret, what am I saying? Regret is I did not do study abroad or the Disney college program. And I would have loved to at least do one of those, but I didn't. So yeah, I did think about that Disney college program too. I was way interested in that. I know. But I was sort of like, mm, should I? Yeah. But I didn't. That's sort of not a thing. So yeah. So I, speaking of exactly. Disney, um, I have the recap of the Falcon and Winter Soldier finale to tell y'all about today. And I'll be pretty quick about it. I'm not going to go too much into everything. Um, but essentially, you know, this episode's kind of picking up from the last one where, you know, Sam's kind of grappling with, you know, what he should do when it comes to, you know, the shield and cap and everything. And so, you know, it ends with him opening the box and you turn. it turns out that it's his new Captain America suit. And so... He gets the shield and they're going to that convention up in New York that the whole rebel group is trying to infiltrate and ruin. Um, so yeah, so all the action starts happening. Bucky's there, Sam's there, now is Captain America. Um, lots of stuff's going on. You know, they're trying to help out and fight against the rebels and everything. And then, of course, John Walker shows up at some point, and he is also has a lot of, you know, stuff to grapple with as well. He confronts Carly, tries to kill her, of course, because of what he did to his best friend. Um, but then eventually he kind of gives up, he throws out the shield to give up that, you know, image that he's hold on to for of Captain America and the pressure that came with that. And so... He had a little redemption scene, which I thought was good because I did end up feeling kind of bad for him at the end, even though he annoyed me most of the season. Um, but yeah, so a lot of action happens and, you know, Sam is pretty much officially named Captain America, the new Captain America, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, and then also, I forgot, so Carly's trying to run away from Sam in one scene. And he really just wants to talk with her, but she's just freaking out. She tries to fight him and almost kill him. But turns out, Sharon, she shows up there. She's in all the mix. She actually knows Carly. And it's because Carly used to work for her. And she was a part of the whole super soldier serum thing with the rebels. And Sharon is actually the power broker, who we did not know who that was for the longest time. And she reveals herself to be that. And so she actually ends up when Carly almost tries to kill Sam, she kills Carly. Um, so that was pretty intense. 
And so, yeah, so Sam's Captain America. John Walker gets a new identity as the U.S. agent, which I saw was coming. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then Bucky's just still the Winter Soldier himself. Um, I love him. He's like one of my favorite characters. Um, so, yeah, but there's a lot of open, like, plot holes still that kind of lead into what might be a second season potentially and Sharon actually gets pardoned and she's allowed back into S.H.I.E.L.D. but it turns out that she actually has gone bad which I was very surprised but yeah she's gone bad so um it's gonna be interesting to see and of course they changed the new episode or the new title of the series from the Falcon and Winter Soldier now to Captain America and the Winter Soldier because of Sam's new identity now um so yeah it was a great way I think to finish out the show it leads really well into I guess what is phase four now of the Marvel Cinematic Universe um so yeah we'll just have to see how everything goes from here with um how the characters are now but I'm just very excited now for Loki to happen this summer now that this series is over it's like went from WandaVision to Falcon and Winter Soldier now it's going to be Loki we are so ready for this so yeah that's I can't wait for the Loki show oh yeah Loki I'm so ready for it he's one of my favorite characters as well in the whole Marvel universe so um it's gonna be interesting but what do you got for it's gonna be weird though because yeah it's just gonna be weird though because it's not the Loki that was like sort of turning good kind of thing it's gonna be 2012 Avengers Loki so that's gonna definitely be different but I'm excited for that but yes as for today uh this week's binge watch recommendation I have I think a pretty unheard of little show so let me know Bryn if you've heard of it but it is called Undone and it's on Amazon Prime. There's one season right now, um, but I have read that they're, they like gave them a second season kind of thing, but it hasn't started production or anything. So anyway, um, there's eight episodes. They're pretty short, 23, 24 minutes each. So you could watch this one pretty quick. And it does sort of wrap up the whole show in that first season. There's a couple like unanswered questions at the end but it's pretty much wraps it up so anyway I'm going to read a summary I actually got this from um I think Variety magazine online but anyway and then I'll just discuss it a little bit but this one's definitely pretty different so here we go um Undone tells the story of a woman who begins to see visions of her dead father Jacob after a car accident but it doesn't end there um the woman's name is Alma by the way Alma's entire experience of time changes so that she sees some events repeat or loop, misses weeks at a time, and seems to be experiencing days out of order. Her friends and family think she has a mental illness. Her father says she has the power to change time. Over eight episodes, um, Alma is knocked about by time, family, and her own brain in a sitcom that defies expectations. And over the course of the season, Alma confronts and begins to make peace with her complex personal history, which includes a deaf childhood, a mixed race home, a lost indigenous ancestry, and a genealogy of mental illness. So those all sort of come into play during her, you know, during the course of the season. 
Um, but what makes this show so different than any other show I've seen is that it was filmed in a style called rotoscope. And so what that is basically, it's where um, they film the actors, like real people, actors, they film them, but the, they don't film, basically they film them on a blank st- uh, set. So just like with a blank backdrop, limited props, no background, right? So they film the actors doing, you know, whatever they're doing in the show. And then animators actually render their animation on top of that filmed footage. So it's like a really like realistic, lifelike looking cartoon kind of show um, using that rotoscope technology. And that's like the first show that Amazon Prime has done with that um, way of animation. And so it sort of looks like an illustration, the way that it's animated, it looks like sort of like a painting has come to life. And so what's really cool about that is it feels realistic and also like you're watching like an adult cartoon at the same time. But I really like this show because um, basically the main character, she pretty much is, has like, um, we think she has like schizophrenia she doesn't sort of want to admit that. I don't know if she's like formally diagnosed during the show, but that's what her family sort of thinks. Her mom pushes her to go to see therapists and things like that after her accident when she starts seeing her father who died when she was a child. But her father, who she is able to now see and talk with, is pushing her to like hone her abilities that she now has which we're not really sure if they're really happening or not or if it's all sort of she's making it up but he's pushing her to learn how to actually go back in time to save him because he says that he was killed he wasn't an accident the way he died and so he sort of helped trying to push her to investigate his death and try to stop it from happening which as the audience we're not really sure if that's sort of something that she's creating in her mind or if it's really happening it sort of blurs that line with the show it's a really really cool story and just the way that it's like filmed makes it even more different but it definitely has sort of like a little ambiguous ending you can sort of decide what you think happens at the end and I think it's really cool it's really cool to sort of look into you know her mind and just how everything's working it's a really neat show um and so i would definitely recommend undone on amazon prime i think it's just a really really great it's like watching a moving piece of artwork basically and so we've got a really cool storyline have you ever heard of that one before Bryn? no i haven't but i was just looking up like pictures of it because i was curious to see what it looks like when you were telling that um and it does it looks pretty cool yeah like i think i'd be into yeah and it's like the only thing that was real when they filmed it was the people there's no backgrounds like that's all been animated so it's pretty neat it's kind of weird thinking that they filmed the show on like a blank set and with no props no backgrounds that's kind of crazy but i think it was really good wow take some talented people yeah for sure exactly but i also just want to make sure this i can't believe this is our 10th podcast that is so crazy but if you haven't listened to our other episodes, definitely check us out, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. We have nine other amazing episodes for you guys to listen to, all about different, you know, college advice, just different um, things from interviews to um, well health and fitness. 
Yes, we have it all covered for you. So check us out our other episodes. Um, we also have a uh, podcast on the you know, website and an Instagram and Pinterest. So our website is She's Speaking. Um, and our Instagram and Pinterest, you can find us at She's Speaking blog. And we post lots of great inspirational content on there that you guys would love. So definitely check us out on all our other platforms. All the information will be in the description of this episode. As always, you can just click the link and check out our website from there. But yeah, had a great time recording this episode tonight. I know. It's like, it's crazy though, like thinking back on everything the past, like I've been in college for five years since I did the you know, pre-med things starting out in the two majors. It's been a little bit long a time for me. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of weird, like thinking I'm like at the end, finally now, and reflecting back on everything. I know. Just wild. But um, yeah, I had fun talking about this too. Um, but make sure y'all subscribe to our podcast because we drop episodes every Tuesday. And so we hope that you'll join us next week as well. But thanks for listening tonight. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.